We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a beat poet. Name. Name your. Name your price. Ah. A tool, an idea, an inspiration to do more than just say what you want to pay. Oh, no, but to see the options that could fit your budget. <sighs> Steve. Steve, enough bongos. Find car insurance that fits your budget at Progressive.com. Makes me want to dance. Steve! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wait. No, Tottenham did not get a good two last It's like, wait a second. <laughs> we did for about 80 minutes. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by Mondogold.com, your premier destination for daily fantasy soccer. Head over to Mondogold.com and enter code ROTO for a 200% bonus on your first deposit. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy so- Soccer Podcast. This is the Friday edition with a very frazzled and a very travel weary Mike Gottlieb, along with Andrew Laird. Andrew, what's been your worst travel experience? It has nothing to do with a plane. I've always had very, knock on wood, I've always had very good experiences. The only one I had was coming back from my honeymoon in Costa Rica. We went, we're going through Miami, and there was a huge snowstorm in New York. And for some reason, we were the only flight to fly out of Miami into New York that that day, like that night. We landed three o'clock in the morning and there must have been a foot and a half of snow on the ground. To this day, I don't know why we were allowed to go. Yeah. So let me give you the recap of my day. Please. I arrive at a certain central, well, not Central America, but Central USA airport. Not going to say which city, but it's been a city that I've been for a very long time. I put my bags through the gate or through the security line. Comes up with a random check, which is fine. I'm okay with it. 
I tell them, just please be careful because on one side, because I do have something fragile on the top side, so please don't slam it down. What do you think happens next? Oh, no. They slam it down on the top side, and it breaks the little glass ornament, a little glass ornament I got from my wife. Ugh. That's okay. It gets better. Then I get to the gate. You know, there are plenty of time. It's delayed for five and a half hours, right <laughs> off the bat. They're like, we're delayed five and a half hours. I'm like, what? That's not so even what? a jab. That's a, just a straight right hook to the face. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, and I said, wait a second. Why are we delayed for five and a half hours and we're just hearing about it now? Like, this is something that you probably knew about. And they're like, oh, no, it's just the weather that's rolling in to the, to, to the northeast. Like, so it could be less. I'm like, yeah, it could be less. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll stay here. Yeah, like 10 minutes later, it gets rolled back from five and a half hours delayed to one hour delayed. We just gained four hours of optimism. There you go. Yeah. Doesn't sound like it stayed there. It did not. 30 minutes later. It goes to like two and a half hours delayed. So we're splitting the difference between the original and what it is now. Now we get to close to the two and a half hours and everyone's like, um, what's going on here? We just, we, we just see people around a plane. And it goes right back to that five and a half hours that they originally projected. Mm. And we're like, what's going on? Is it, is it still weather? They go, no, it's maintenance. I'm like, oh, okay. They're like, the engine's leaking, but they're going to fix it. I'm like, okay, fine. About... I don't know, five minutes later, flight's canceled. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, the, and here's another kicker. There's another flight after mine that goes from this city to you know, the New York area where I live. And I try to get on that one, all booked up. Of course. Reason? Because people from this flight bailed on it early. Oh. And they're on that flight. I'm like, well, can I get on standby? And they go, uh, they, said, they said, yeah, but you know, you're going to be like number 10. You won't make it. My buddy, who also works for the same company as me, got on the got on the waiting list. He was like number twelve. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to explore any kind of options, and I eventually just you know book a flight for tomorrow. And I I, I leave I, I leave I leave thinking that I'm going to take the flight the next day. Then I look at the weather report for you know the city that I was in and the New York City area. Rain on both sides yeah. at that time where I'm trying to leave. Uh, no, not going to play that game. Not going to play the game again tomorrow because I really want to get home. So I try to go back to the, to the gate age and get, get put on standby. They go, no, the standby is full now. Uh, and then I'm like, yeah, just like whatever. And then I, I, I call, I call my corporate travel agency and they book me on another flight for, and I'll get that. Let me get, to, let me get to the other flight in a minute. I go back to like, cause I'm walking by the original flight. My buddy's like, Oh Mike, I can't believe it. I got on. I got oh. on standby from number 12. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So the gate agent lied, didn't lie to me, but just unknowingly just told me something that went, like, wound up not being true. So I could have actually gotten home tonight, oh. which pissed me off to, to no avail. And then some one of the other travelers I was really frustrated said, you know what you should try to do if you don't want to try to play this down dance again? You should go to another city that's close by because they probably have more flights. I'm like, okay, fine. So now I've driven from that original city to the beautiful city of Nashville, Tennessee. It's my first time here. And all I do is go to this ratty hotel and <laughs> I'm staying here for about six hours so I can go fly again tomorrow to go home. Ugh. That's possible. This has possibly been the worst travel experience in my regional travel experiences. That sounds pretty bad. It was, it, 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 hopefully my week end only gets better from here with my incredibly mediocre fantasy pixels. I've had zero time to prepare. So, with that in mind, let's get this podcast going. It's actually not even a Friday yet. It's Thursday night, but it's creeping up on Friday. Mm-hmm. So let's get started with the weekend slate. First game of the weekend, Manchester United, because of course they can't play any game except the first game of the weekend, against Newcastle at Old Trafford. Uh, I mean, Club Bruges is not Newcastle. However... Newcastle are not Club Bruges. That's all. You know what? That is true, too. Memphis Depay looked very good midweek. He played on the left-hand side last week as well, and he looked, he looked threatening uh, in the Premier League, but he also scored twice midweek. You and know, an th- assist. And an assist. That, that late, last-second assist. Mm-hmm. So third game in a week for him, two of them Premier League games. Yep. yep. What is you? I mean, you guys rated him very highly. I was the I was the only one who didn't rate him in the best midfielder of the weekend, which the rankings are now up on Rotowire. Yes, yeah, here at rotowire.com/soccer. So, 
All the rankers except for me ranked Memphis Depay number one. Tell me why. I think it, we were clearly swayed by this performance that uh, we saw against Club Bruges. Uh, getting moved out to the left side uh, was something that happened last weekend, and he just seems a little more comfortable there. They used uh, Adnan Yanazai in the ten, in the number 10, which I'm not sure he's the best player for it, but it was clear that Memphis shouldn't be in the middle, and he absolutely thrived. Um, he had a few good free kicks. He got a, an assist on a free kick, I believe. I don't think that was an open play goal, but um, it might have been from uh, Mero and Fellaini. But he... We knew that he was the kind of player who could be electric quickly, and we just weren't sure when it was going to happen, and I think this game is going to be the one that gets him going. And home against Newcastle is a nice opportunity to, to keep that going. And I think it, a lot of the, the bigger-name midfielders had um, not, not ideal matchups, uh, certainly not home against Newcastle, so that's why I have him number one. And um, you're the reason he's not our number one midfielder overall. Not only is he not number one, he's not number two. He's not number two either, no. He's number three overall, and that's yeah. because Tied I Tied for third, him. no. It's fine. It's because I ranked him 12th. Correct, correct. And that, 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 Behind that, Nathan Redmond. Uh, have you seen the production of Nathan Redmond? Yeah. That, yes, exactly. You, you have him two spots behind Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane, if he scores on open nets, he has, he has two goals ready this season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of yes, yeah. but anyway, <laughs> I think Memphis is the best player. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your big if is if he plays as well as he did against Club Bruges. Bruges, yes. <laughs> I'll note that you and I also have Wayne Rooney second in our forward ranking, so it's not like we think it's just Memphis that that could uh, make an impact. No, here. no. In fact, there's Manchester United across the board at number one because we we all think this matchup is right for the taking for them. Sergio Romero's the number one goalkeeper. Mar- Matteo Darmian's the number one defender. Yeah. Wayne Rooney is number two or three. He's the number three overall forward, and then Memphis is number three midfielder. I, mean, it's, I was a little surprised that it's, it's, a, it's a very Mata, red board. It's a very red. Yeah, I was surprised that Juan Mata didn't get more more love in the rankings. So I had him twelfth. Mozinski had him fifteenth, and I think we were the only two that ranked him. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone noticed that. Yanazai played as number 10, and that's yeah. usually where Juan Mata plays. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it's uncertainty and lack of production. And yeah. you, well, Mata had an assist on Yanazai's goal last weekend. So, it, it, If you're chasing assists, you're playing the wrong game. That's fair. That's uh, fair. I, I just don't think you're playing the game correctly. I mean, yeah. the 18 assists from Seth Fabregas last season was the exception that proves the rule. Yep. Fair enough. <sighs> Anything, but I don't think anybody I, I, from I, Newcastle got ranked. No, like, but not a single one. And that's also because Daryl Yaman's on a red card, the only player that would have gotten ranked. Would you have ranked him at Old Trafford? Probably not, but I'm saying yeah. the only one who would have been. I mean, and well, Winaldum, I, I, I think, I, yeah. I think. Some Actually, I take that back. I think Papi Cisse may have gotten. A, and I got a. I know. Yeah, I, I know. I ranked rank. him. I ranked him. Oh, how about that? Yeah, I mean, I ranked Cisse, and I think I ranked Winaldum as well. So it, yeah, it, yeah I, that's I ranked, fair. I ranked them 19th. So yeah. I mean, there's a couple of Newcastle guys, but none of them you'd feel very strongly about. It's no. a higher at best. Yeah, clearly yeah. there are plenty of guys we prefer. <laughs> yeah, and we'll get to some of them in the next matchup here: Crystal Palace against Aston Villa. This is Crystal Palace all the way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have any, any ranking anywhere from anybody from uh, Aston Villa. I think the, we're going to have the same problem that we did last year, though, um, with the Palace midfield, and it gets just worse with uh, Yoan Kabai, that with Kabai, Punchin, Balassi, and Zaha, you're not going to start all four of them, and so you, and it's kind of unclear who has the most. I think, you know, it's I'm not sure who has the most upside of the four, to be honest. Well, in a Mondo goal scoring setting, you yeah. know, who, I mean, who, which one would you like better? Uh, I would probably just take or, the cheapest. Or, 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 or am I foreshadowing our daily dose later on? <laughs> a little bit. I, okay. Well, no, well, let me. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it then. But you can answer the question. Yeah, later. I, th- I think of the four, Zaha actually has the the lowest floor. That he doesn't do a lot without his shots, and and if he's not in a position to get his shots off, he can literally like put up a donut. Although in Mondogo, you get minutes points, so you, you can get a few points out of him, but. I think the other ones are a little more reliable. Uh, Punchin and, and Kabai are basically splitting free kicks, I think. And I, Belasi is electric enough that I think he can, you know, trip himself into an assist. 
Uh, I don't want to give him credit for a goal, but I think Zaha doesn't do enough. He just doesn't get enough touches to to have an, a, a safe as as safe as a floor as the other guys. And so I would put him fourth of them, and then I think the other three are a crapshoot, which is a little frustrating. Well, who has the highest ceiling? Because a lot of people like like me like to play the volatility game. Yeah, I, I think they all kind of have equal ceilings. Maybe I would... I, I, my first thought was that it was Belasi, but... Uh, I think Kabai and and Punchin have just as much goal side as he does, uh, and I'm and you know because they're over free kicks, maybe they even have a little more. So I would probably I've always been a Punchin guy, and um, I think Kabai maybe has a little more than Belasi. I rank Punchin and um, Kabai this week. I didn't rank the other two. Yeah, I believe I was the same way actually. Oh, I put Sahan there. Of course, I did. I can't go. I can't go. With you had. Enough. I didn't even have Belasi. I don't think you had. Did you have Kabai? I, I did have Kabai. Yeah. That's the one. That's the one who I didn't have. I yeah. had Punch in Belasi and Zaha. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I, this is a a very one sided one for me. Yeah, I think so too. I think you know. I think Crystal Palace. I, I, here, here's how. Here's how strongly I feel about Crystal Palace this weekend. You guys didn't. I mean, you were the closest one to me, but I ranked Papa Spari, I think fifth among defenders. Yeah. So. I think I even I ranked two Palace defenders actually. I think yeah, I think I, think I put I think I put Scott Dan in there as well. Yeah, I went with Ward, but yeah, yeah you could you could fill your lo- your lineup with those guys for sure. Yeah, I I think it's I, I think when we get to the model goal daily dose, you're gonna see a very <laughs> a healthy uh, dose of Crystal Palace. You'll see it. Yeah, you'll yeah, not as much as what there's there's one other team where I triple stacked. I only double stacked on this one. Oh, okay. But uh, we will go on to Leicester at home against Spurs. Riyad Mahrez's first true test of the season, going up against a real team. Well, they may be a real team. I'm not sure they're a real defense. They've not. They haven't been terrible defensively. Uh, I mean, they they, were... for, except for except for the nine minutes against. Right. Where they gave up two goals. They've given up two they goals up, in their last up, ten minutes. And they scored a goal on themselves. Yeah. Um. That's fair. The. But but I mean in all in all honesty though, Alderweireld and Vertonghen look good together. Yeah, as a defensive pair. Yeah, I mean they need to get Kyle Walker, you know, to. Oops, I think he, I you, you, you keep say, one, you but... keep saying he's playing well. I don't see that. I just see him running really fast. Well, that's part of it. I think he's a good defender. I don't think he he provides I, as much offense. I, as I, I think, think it's strongly debatable if he's yeah. a good. Well, I, I think he's a better defender than Trippier is. That, yeah, but that's not that's saying. Why, but, but I'm I, saying that's why he's but, playing. Yeah, but say you don't purchase Trippier if you if you like the the defense quality from your right back position. Plus, with DeAndre Edlin there, I mean they they have the, but they have the replacements for him already. It's three and a half million pounds. Uh, that's that's nothing. That's a drop in the bucket for a club like Spurs. Yeah. So, I hate it when you I hate it when you have facts get in the sorry. way of my opinions. <laughs> but yeah, I um I Mares I think is a, a fine play in this one. Uh, I didn't rank Vardy. I actually went with Okazaki, who I think is a little more reliable. That was a heck of an effort he had last week for his goal. You don't see you see guys give up on those plays quite a bit. He had this great uh, Adrian made a great save, and but it just happened to pop up on him, and Okazaki followed it with a header. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there are plenty of guys who miss that chance and go to the ground and in disbelief that they missed. So kudos to Okazaki, but uh, I don't think there's going to be much defense in this one. Uh, I think we could see a pretty high-scoring one, and like I, even over like under a, three. three th- oh, I'll take the over on three. Yeah, I'll take the under. I think I think one side could show, could score three. I think only one side's going to score in a couple, and I think it's Spurs. Okay, that's fair. Of course, I hate Leicester for some strange reason. Yeah, you do. Do you? But you didn't rank any um, defenders, right? You didn't take Hugo Lloris. Uh, so no. You think I, you think no. they can get, or you think they just get in their own way again? I think they, yeah, I Which think they get the wrong way. Yeah. Okay. I think I did. I think I did rank Mares this week. But, yep, yeah. you did higher than me. Yeah. You love him. Yeah, love I love him. Number nine, engine, engine, number nine. But I rank no other Leicester player. Yeah, and I have, I have to, res- I have to respect the game, but not that much. Yeah, I'm getting a little worried as as a fantasy player, not as um, an Arsenal supporter of Harry Kane. Because he hasn't scored yet. Well, he hasn't scored yet, and he hasn't really gotten that close to scoring. I think he had one opportunity last week that he, you know, maybe he puts that in next year, in the last year, excuse me. But he doesn't look great. 
and I'm not sure it if it's... It doesn't help that there's literally nobody giving him service. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Erickson on free kicks and corners, He, I mean, Erickson got an assist on one of his corners from Eric Dyer, but... Yeah. Um, I, oh, yeah, by the way, I, I was saying this to my brother when we were watching the Spurs game. I was like, Christian Erickson is... He's not useless from open play, but he is significantly less effective in open play than he is on set pieces. He's Gilfie Sigurdsson. Uh, who replaced him? Yeah, or who well, he replaced? Who, whom he replaced? Right. Correct. But hey, oh, good lord! Yeah, it's uh, he's it's very so very quiet. Yeah, he's so really frustrating quiet. to watch. I I try to stay away from him as much as I can. Like it's matchups like this one are ones where you start to say, well, maybe you, know, you try to convince yourself into Erickson. Yeah, you got to psych yourself up to, to basically. You know, he's like he's like he's like the West Brom defense. You just you you, you take it and you close your eyes and you don't watch the game. Yeah. You can't watch him play. You just have to hope he gets something. Yep. And yeah. like I said, if you're chasing assists, you're playing the wrong game. Yeah, I mean, he has scored. He's kind of all over uh, the rankings this week. Uh, Nick had him at 10. Um, Chris had him at 8. Wow, that's astonishing. And then you and I had him at 15 and 16, respectively. I don't know. I We don't see it. We, we just don't see it. Maybe it's because we both support London clubs. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but like Chadley scored last week, he doesn't get a rank. We, you know, ten goals last year. I never. I loved him. You yeah, hate. Him. Yeah. I don't know what to make of the Spurs team. That's my problem. Yeah, the, I, the midfield they, doesn't have. They have the, no identity. The, the other problem is Chadley. I mean, Chadley and Erickson and Kane are kind of your your debatable your the fantasy guys that you consider. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to take Dembele. You're not going to take. Uh, if you take Dyer, it's because he's a defender. You're not going to take Ryan Mason. You're not going to take Bentaleb. So it's like it's weird that they're like kind of one of these upper level clubs, but they really only have three fantasy options. And it's you hate really all of them. exactly. And you and you can't uh, and you can't count them. on any of them. All right, let's get to let's get to one of the let's get to the next game, which has one of the exciting new signings for a very mid level team. Uh, Stoke Alona is on the road against Norwich. Uh, Norwich, of course, na- featuring Nathan Redmond and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people put Cameron Jerome in there this week. He can't buy a goal that counts. No oh, man. But it's really a shame. Yeah. He should have two goals. He should. Uh, and uh, man, it's just <laughs> rough. It's just rough. Yeah. It's just it's 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 rough to see two two disallowed goals when neither one should have been. Mm-hmm. Now uh, let me let me let me pose the question to you this way: Would you rather take the side of Cameron Jerome and Nathan Redmond? Or Mama Joof, and you pick one of the three: Afalai, Shakiri, or uh, Boyan. That's a good question. I I feel like you'd be Shakiri. I think has the most upside as a real player. Fantasy wise, I'm I struggle to I struggle to see where he is, and it's only because he does he just hasn't played that much. Like I, I think about he, I think he's going to be a great player out wide. I, I think he can be very good, um, but he he has the benefit of having played for very big clubs and doing well in that limited time. And I don't, I'm I'm not sure that translates into playing all of the time for Stoke City. And so I, yeah. Victor Moses played very well. I mean, he's basically going to be this year's Victor Moses for Stoke, right? He's going to be out on. Well, the... uh, we said that about Afalai. We when he came in, we said that like you know Boyan, same yeah. thing. But, so I, I don't, I don't think, you know, they, I've seen some people think that he can reach double digit goals and assists, which I think people underestimate how difficult that is. But I exactly. But even, I'm not sure. I don't think he gets. Let's say if he gets seven and seven. Yeah, I mean that's good, but you're you're going to pay up quite a bit for that. And I'm, I'm oh sure yeah, and yeah, let's let's spoil it because I don't think either one of us took him. But ten point eight on Mondo goal that was a yeah. price. That was a steep price. Well, it's a price of a player who has played for Bayern Munich and Inter Milan. I mean, the, the, this guy is he didn't even play for Inter Milan. Well, much. yeah, he barely played for Bayern. I mean, that's yeah. the problem. I think I saw that since he left Basel, which I think was four seasons. He well, has only played a thousand minutes once. I mean, this is a guy just who, he, who doesn't play that much, and now he's going to be put through having to play ninety minutes every single week, and we just we don't know how that works for Stoke. You know, you know what you he's know? got? So he's got fresh legs. Some, they should be. Some, yeah, 
Yeah, very fresh legs. It's got fresh legs, and he's going to take those fresh legs to Norwich. But let's let's take our fresh legs though to the Northeast and Sunderland, who are at home against the hottest team in the mid table, Swansea, who are actually close to the top of the table. But they will end. They will end up in the mid table somewhere. The but, top of it. Yeah, Sunderland. We said it on Tuesday. The whipping boys of the Premier League currently. Uh, I see that trend continuing. Yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, you you will not be able to convince me at all to take a Sunderland guy this week. Yeah, I, uh, I yeah, I'm no, I'm nowhere near any of them, and I even ranked Kyle Naughton defensively. Uh-huh. I think I, I think we all did. In yeah. fact, I think you and I went really high on Naughton. I yeah, yeah both I was of us at, at third, and oh, it's Chris did too. Oh no, Chris did twelve. Chris did twelve. I I was at three. No, Chris, you, me, and Chris were all at three. I think. Oh, Pittner that's right. That's 12. right. And yeah. Pittner was at twelve. I mean, you can. Naughton's not exactly like the, a, a very very active attacker, but he is the most attacking one of the Swansea defense, which is why he's up there. Like Ashley unless, Williams, unless Frank Tabano starts. Right. Well, yeah. I, but well, you can't. But you can't depend on that. No. But oh my God, that pissed me off so yeah, much last weekend. The benefit of this of uh, this weekend is because. The early game isn't included in Mondo Goal's uh, bigger GPPs. Um, all of the Saturday games start at ten, and there's no later game, so you'll know. You know, you'll know right away if Tabano's starting. If he is, he'll absolutely be in a lineup. Yeah, but in fact, if he starts, I would put him third. I would put him yeah, right. Not yeah. Just take not yep, now. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, I, Swansea, it just it just makes too much sense, which means it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, there's. Sunderland is not unable to score. Yeah, as shown by the fact that they can score garbage time goals with the best of them. Right, right, and 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 that's I, I suppose that's something that can happen. But um, they're the fighting Germains. Yeah, and they're at home. Yeah, that helps. Uh, I mean, they still gave up. A they still old, stink. Yeah, they still stink. They still so. stink. They stink at home. They stink at the road. They stink out loud. I mean, that that's really all they do. Yep, yep. So we'll. But Tremaine Lenz looks good. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's, it's one of those that like you feel bad he plays for Sunderland. Yep. You, you think he, it's a stepping stone to another team next next season. All right. Yeah, you hope let's so. Get, let's get to a game that's a little more interesting, but not too much. West Ham are at home against Birdmouth. They're, they're starting a goalkeeper with two first names, and I don't like that. West Ham are. Right. Um, Darren Randolph? Rudolph? Randolph. Randolph. Darren R- Randolph. Do you know many people named Randolph? Like his first names? Yeah, you knew a guy in high school. His name was Randolph Zhao. Did he go by Randy? It's a good question. No, he went by Randolph. He hated no. the name Randy. Yeah, I would too. If my name was Randolph. You know, as opposed to Randall. <laughs> I hope he listens to the podcast because this is the most he's gonna. Ha- this is the most I've ever spoken about him in about fifteen years. <laughs> However, Randolph Zhao. There's one thing about Randolph Zhao which is equal parts creepy but really, really weird. He knew that Sasha Cohen, remember the figure skater? Yes. He didn't know her, but like he was like a fan of hers when she was 15, 16 years old before she was even thought about in the Olympics or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He spotted that talent really early. And it was, mm. I, I have no idea why, and I have no idea how, but he was like, she's going to be the next big thing in figure skating, and mm. she's going to be a model. And I'm like, whoa, hey now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're lucky you're 17 and not 18 right now because this would be a little creepy. Yeah. It still is creepy. However, I hope he's listening because this is a really good story. Anyway, enough about Randolph now and my high school tales. West Ham at home against Birdmouth. Would you even consider starting? Uh, you know what? I'll leave that for the Daily Dose and we'll see if we actually did start the <laughs> day actually, on Randolph. Yeah. <laughs> world. However, West Birdmouth, Ham. Birdmouth are not that bad. I, they haven't been, scored. They haven't scored. They haven't scored. They've had right. a lot of opportunities to score. But that's the problem with promoted sides. I, I know. I know. I know. We, we, we've talked about this. But they're not going to go the entire season without scoring. One of their goals should have been allowed. Like, this was another one that this was a Cameron Jerome special. Um, the, they, they take shots. They've got very good attacking players in Richie and Wilson. They've got uh, the combination of Simon Francis and uh, Daniels leads the Premier League in crosses as a tandem. They're going to score. And if you're going to score, it could be against West Ham with a backup goalie with two first names. It's true. It's true. And it's, 
I, I just want to call him Randolph Zao from now on, but it's not true. It's not his name. Uh, it's like but, one of those Jeopardy before and afters, Darren exactly. Randolph Zao. <laughs> I think that's Wheel of Fortune. Oh, uh, no, it's Jeopardy. No, it's both. It's both. Oh, they, they may both have it, it's actually. Yeah. Anyway, they're all right after each other. I always, they, yeah, they I always all, turned all off Wheel of Fortune. I was more of a Jeopardy guy. Yeah, everyone's more of a Jeopardy person. I don't know how Wheel of Fortune still makes it. Now, Birdmouth, are we still? Are we just falling in love with the romance of? The I think team? so. Or uh, I, like I said, like if we're just falling in love with the romance of the team, we can't do that in fantasy. You could you could follow them as your second favorite team in real life all you want. Fall like, fall in love with the narrative, but you can't fall into that trap of fantasy. You got to think with your head, not with your heart. Well, we fell in love with the stats, and at least with Richie and Wilson. I mean, they, they were the leading scoring team, high scoring team of the championship Francis last too. year. Well, Francis is continuing his right. Well, yeah. with, uh, he's like this year's Kieran Trippier almost. Except- yeah. He's not quite there yet, but he might. I mean, Trippier wasn't there this early in the season also. So, right. yeah, I, I think they once they break through, it'll be, you know, that, you know, uh, that lift off their chest that they can finally do it. But yeah, they, they really need to get the first one. But they need that's what it is. They need to get that first one. But if once they get it, like you wouldn't be shocked if they went in and beat West Ham 3-1. If they got uh, an early goal, uh, you'd would be shocked. shocked. I'd be shocked they went into West Ham. It's not at home. They're going to West Ham, and they yeah. are putting up three one on them. No, I would be shocked. I'd be. Well, West Ham just lost at home. Um, I, I, I was not. I was not happy about that one either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, it's too it, many it, bubbles. We'll note that. Uh, I'll note that Maro Zarat is out, and he had been starting next to Sacco because Carroll and Valen- and Valencia are out. So I'm not sure what uh, Billich does now because he only has one healthy forward. They'll figure, they'll figure something out. Well, I assume they're not going to play 10, but yes, they'll figure something out. That exchange was the opposite of what usually happens with us. <laughs> yeah, you with the... Uh, well, I <laughs> mean, West score. in on Charlie Austin, but that won't help this week. But Well, they're gone now. They Did you hear about that? Yeah, I've heard. They've essentially insulted Charlie Austin, which cares. is never good. <laughs> I, mean, I, I never, I can't believe anything in the transfer rumor until it's actually done. He should go to Sunderland. That would change my opinion on Sunderland if he went there. It would not change my opinion. All, all it would mean to me is they would take more shots. Yeah, that's it. They wouldn't go in, but they take more shots. I would consider him in matchups. I, I still, do, regardless of the matchup, I don't like Jermaine Defoe for yeah. fantasy purposes. Exactly. I know all garbage time goals count, but I'm not chasing garbage time goals. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd like you to give your unbiased opinion on West Brom at home against Chelsea because I know what I'm going to say, and it's it, anyway. Go ahead. I'm I'm just so I'm so bitter. Uh, you should be. Um, however, I think we all know how good Chelsea are, and we're only two games in, and so they yes they can improve in spots, but every top club can, and they kind of have the pieces that you want. Uh, you know, you want to have a strong central defender and they have that, or excuse me, a strong defensive midfielder in the center of the park, which they have in Matic. Yeah. I think they have three of them, but they only play one. Right. Well, yeah. Um, I think they have one of the best goal scorers in the league in, in Diego Costa. They have the reigning, uh, player of the year and, uh, hazard Fabregas, Looks like he April Fabregas, which is a little concerning, but I think he's fine. And really, a seventy percent Chelsea is still better than most of the league. So I think last weekend was just kind of a fluke, and I think that they could absolutely go in and crush West Brom. I mean, I think they're playing West Brom at the right time. They have not played well yet. Mm-hmm. But did you see that, that Mourinho's last six? Losses in the Premier League have come against managers with the last name that starts with P. And on a more serious note, uh, no, isn't that weird? And I believe the next two. So it's Pulis this week, and uh, do they play Crystal Palace next week? Well, that would be Pardew if that's, yeah. the, if that's the case. I believe the next two were. Yep, were they are. Also. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So they start zero and four, but then they, <laughs> they can't I mean, be zero and four. They have a draw. How? Oh, that's right. How do you feel about Pedro? Another name that starts with P. Yep. That's sure basically how I feel about it. No. Uh, it's just, is it what they needed? No. Is no. he a good player? I don't know. Haven't seen him play in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> you know, it's just, 
it's it's one of those things where he 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 played for a top team. Well, he he joined a top team, extended his contract with the top team, and never played. So I, I'm hearing that he's great, and that Barcelona really didn't want to let him go. But I'm also pretty sure they wanted to drive the price up. And man, you wanted him, supposedly. They wanted him so badly they sent a terrible negotiator. The yeah. The last thing I'm going to say about Pedro is: Did you hear that this deal saved his uh, homegrown club? The so the his, the club he came up in got like three hundred and eighty thousand pounds of oh, the transfer, yeah, uh, yeah. and, uh, and they kept them out of bankruptcy. Yeah. Well, so that's nice. Way to go, Chelsea. Where does he? Where does he play? Good charity work, Chelsea. Where does he play? He would play on the right, and they what would happen if they, if he were to play this weekend, for example, which I'm yeah. sure he will not. Uh, he's been training with Barcelona. He's yeah, been exactly. playing with Barcelona. Yeah, well, yeah, because because uh, Neymar's been sick. Yeah, but uh, Pedro would probably be on the right. Hazard would be on the left, and they'd move Oscar. Or not Oscar. They'd move really onto the middle if Oscar wasn't healthy. And when Oscar's fit, Oscar in the middle and William on the bench. On the bench, yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate. I, I love the way he plays, and I think he's great for Mourinho's system. But you know, can they loan Cuadrado out? Or do they have I, to sell I think him? I think Juventus is looking to move for him right now. Juventus, by the way, needs to replace, you know, the likes of Vidal, who they lost. And Kovac. So, and well no, that was Inter. No, 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 that no, was Inter. But you know, I, I, it's I, I don't even and also Pirlo's gone too. So I mean they have two midfielders they need to replace. So they may make a move and I know they wanted Oscar in the beginning of the summer, they may yeah. settle for Quadrado for less. I don't know. Yep. We'll see. We know Quadrado can do very well in the Italian league. Yep. Yep. But but I think Chelsea can take this one. And I thought it was funny that you guys, that you specifically I, ranked Ricky Lambert. Yeah. He's the battering. He's a battering ram. Yeah. He gets a, he, get, he, he can get a goal against anybody. Ricky Lambert. Why not? And Barahino. Yeah, I ranked them right next to each other. Yeah. It's incredible. They got starting jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, know, like, maybe not. Maybe not with Rondon now there. Whatever. <laughs> that's true, but that's true. I, this, I, you is, know, this is a mismatch. This game. Let's be honest. I'm. I'm. I can't be sure anymore. I really can't. It, it, this. If this game ended one-one or five-nothing, it would not surprise me. I have no idea which Chelsea is going to show up. The Chelsea where Cesc Fabregas leads the team in tackles, or the, the the Chelsea where we talk about Eden Hazard who's scoring goals. Yeah. Both. Of those, two, of those two that I just described, only the former has come true. So far, yeah. yeah. Just okay. ridiculous. Anyway, to the team that's much better than Chelsea, Manchester City, they're going to Everton. Uh, is this like a like, – do you see like any kind of emotional letdown for City or is it just you know full steam ahead against Roberto Martinez's often shaky defense at Everton? I think this game is going to be closer – like it's going to feel closer – than the scoreline is because I, I think City are going to scoreline-wise roll over them. They're just playing so well right now. And Everton are playing well, but they're not playing – they haven't played anybody that good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you give up two to Watford at home in your home opener, I'm pretty sure Man City can go in there and take a few as well. So I stayed away from the Everton defensive options, and I, I'm not sure why anybody would – think that they were good plays to be honest yeah i don't think there's any good play defensively in this game i mean i ranked Colorado just because he has the ability to go forward and backwards mm-hmm. but i mean i would start barkley i would you would i would it would not not i mean it depends on the price I and mean, in a season long like in a season long if you're in one i mean you have to but all right you don't have to i mean i guess i guess you, you could have grabbed him late but i don't know if you're gonna have too many better options that are playing well right now but you know, I don't see why not. But I, mean, I would, I, I would start, I would start Barkley more comfortably in season long than I would in, you know, let's say in a Mondegal situation. He's not on my Mondegal team. But what about Lukaku? Depends on the price. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 at the Mondegal price, I couldn't. But you know, depends on the price. I don't think you even ranked him. Uh, I don't I rank him eighteenth. So yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, because I, I mean, he has an assist. Yep. Chris didn't rank him either. Yeah. It's hard to get excited about Romelu Lukaku because he, he two goals he's last week. A, two, I know, but that, it's hard to, that it's one hard to get excited against yeah, uh, that against one Manson. from the Barkley run. 
that one touch he had with his left foot was such a great finish. Uh, it, it was a finish that I've seen Josie Altador try so many times and just not come close to how well Lukaku finished that ball. It's because the, yeah, Lukaku is younger and better. What can I say? Not that and much. Bel- yeah, and Belgian. It always helps. That helps. It does. It does help. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the marquee game of the weekend. Watford at home against Southampton. Just kidding. <laughs> Watford are at home against Southampton, though. Uh, Troy Deeney or Graziano Pelle? Who do you like more this weekend? I ranked Pele 10 and Deeney 11. So they're pretty close. The South. I tweeted this last week, and I'm going to say it here as well. I'm off the Southampton defense. Finally. I told you I I told you that before yeah. the season started. Like yeah. you can't lose that many good players and, and still be good defensively, especially. Yeah, Jordy Classy is supposed to be the Schneiderlin replacement. He's been hurt, so I may I'm I'm off until I see what he can do. But they uh they just are not they're not good defensively. And I think a little bit is Stecklenberg, who's not that good. I kind of chose him for fantasy purposes because I thought the guys in front of him were better and they're not. So, yep, you nailed that one. I did. So, who leads the league in distance traveled? You know, basically a level of effort. Like who's running the most? Yeah, who's Um, run the most distance? I would say... I have no idea. Morgan Schneiderlin. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, that's what uh, that's a huge uh, he and he was very close to the top last season as well i believe when he was playing huh but that's interesting he, he is the he is an engine he makes a team go and that kind of level of effort is infectious when you see it from somebody else yeah so that's that's that i mean that's a real shot to the stomach for uh for southampton and mm-hmm. i think it's showing i really do i really think it's showing and uh, combine that with all the other losses they've had. It's just, I think it's finally added up. And the fact that Manchester United are rumored with Mane worries oh, me. Yeah. Worries me for both ends of that. Mane would be useless on fantasy if he was on Manchester United. And it hurts Southampton even more. If he if he started, he would. I mean, you think because he's not going to play? It's not going to play. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I think he'd be a it's great a, fantasy. It's, it's a depth move. It's a depth move for them. You don't think he starts over, like they don't move Mata back to the number 10 and put him on the wing? No. I have no confidence they would do that. Yeah. Because it <laughs> makes sense. I mean, that's that, exactly. that's makes sense, to have Mane on one side and Memphis on the other with Mata in the middle. No, I don't think they'd do that. Oof. I, I Oof. don't think they would. I, 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 it's, not, it's also not a sexy signing for, for Manchester United. I don't know why they would do it. With all the names they brought in, then after the season starts, oh, you know what we need? Another midfielder. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to happen, but if it did, that would just be, that would be t- that would be rough on both sides. Uh, I, I, anyway, I don't want to get too far. I don't want to get make this about a Sadio Mane podcast, but on the Watford side, anyone but Dini that you like? Uh, Igalo's a nice play uh, now that they're starting uh, next to each other, but um... I'm surprised Kiko Flores abandoned the one striker up front system so quickly. Really? Or was that a I, joke? I mean, yes and no. I mean, I, I'm not surprised because Igalo played so well. Yeah. But, you know, as a new manager, you, you got to stick to your guns for more than a game, don't you think? Not or if you recognize you that it's not working. Or maybe you yeah. don't. Maybe you don't. Hey, what do I know? Yeah. I'm just a fantasy sports prognosticator, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> All right, the real marquee matchup of the weekend. It's Monday Night Football. It is Arsenal at home against Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Lots to discuss here, um, including the fact that Arsenal rumored again possibly have actually reached a $45 million oh, stop pound it. Stop bid it. For, for Kareem Benzema. Stop. Ridiculous. It would spell the end of Olivier Giroud, yeah. I'll tell you that much. We've already, we've already wasted enough time. All right, fine. Go ahead, go ahead. Who uh, your 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 Arsenal midfielder, not named Alexi Sanchez, pick for this week is? I'm gonna stick with Mezzodozo. It was a good pick last week. Yeah, he actually. You know how many passes he missed last week? Zero. One. It was probably a typo on the input sheet. Exactly, it was. Yeah, they they look great. Walcott 
and Oxley Chamberlain are still stuck on the bench, but after last week's result, I'm not sure they have any reason to get on. Oxley Chamberlain is the perfect player to to bring off the bench. Yeah, well, when you're tired, the last thing you want to see is him. Yeah, totally. And Walcott sort of is the same way. Yeah. Um, uh, Walcott's insistence on playing center forward is absurd. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. It's the problem. It's, it's totally absurd. But he was playing well there earlier in the season. Yeah, that's great. Um, I, I guess against inferior it. opponents, I'm sure it would work out well, especially when you're winning already. Um, Community Shield. Or are we already considering Chelsea was Oxlade Chamberlain. inferior opponent? That was Oxlade Chamberlain. No, they both started. Yeah, but Walcott wasn't the reason that, that that they were doing well. It was that was Oxlade Chamberlain. Didn't Walcott score the goal? Oxlade Chamberlain scored the goal. Oh, it did. Hmm. Yeah, I, I remember this game very vividly. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> Fair enough. I, just like most Northeasterners, I remember the negative much better than I remember the positive. Okay. Um, I I think Arsenal wins this game. And uh, this this has one one written all over it to me. I disagree. Uh, Walcott got the assist on Oxlade Chamberlain's goal there. That's which why was I basically he, I knew uh, he was which involved. Is, which, is, which is why you know what the, that assist was? He hit the ball and then <laughs> and he hit the ball like to the to the sideline and then Oxlade Chamberlain just ran past uh, probably Bronislaw Ivanovic. I don't even remember. I think it was, it was that Spilicueta. He just ran right past him, yeah. cut on his left foot, then shot it and went in. And yet Walcott gets an assist for that, which is garbage. Yeah. So the reason why Arsenal can give up a goal is because they are absolutely horrific on set pieces and Christian Benteke is very good on set pieces. That's the only way I see them scoring. The problem is they could absolutely score multiple goals that way, speaking of Liverpool. Like, I don't think... Yeah, Martin Skirtle's pretty good in the air. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Just throwing I, that out there, too. Yeah, I think uh, Jordan Henderson is very iffy uh, with his ankle injury. And I feel like they could just move Firmino right in. Um, Emery Chan came in for him in the game last week, or on Monday, but I think Firmino makes the most sense against Arsenal. And, I don't know, it should be a very good it would game. Make, it, would, it would make our colleague John Wallen very happy. Very happy, since he really planted his flag on Firmino this year. But I think Arsenal can win this game. I don't think... I feel like games at the Emirates tend to be a little more open. I don't know why I feel that way, but... Uh, I think they can, you know, put some goals on Liverpool, who haven't given up a goal yet. So I'll say that much. They have two one nothing victories, so they have that going for them. But I'm I'm siding on the Arsenal side, and it could be my bias, though. I'll admit that. I think a team wearing, you know, I'm not even gonna say a team wearing red because Liverpool may wear the black kits. So I think it's one one. Okay. So who scores? Sanchez and Benteke? No, no, it's gonna be two randos. Oh great! It'll be it'll be someone yeah. like nah, Lucas you know, and you know, Nacho you know, Monreal. You know what? This, this is a Santi Cazola game to make sure that everyone knows he still exists. Yeah, I, that's so funny you said that because I doing the rankings. I was like, like man, it feels like a Santi Cazola. I haven't I haven't heard from Santi Cazola in a while. Yeah, I'm I was the Cazola. I was the only one that threw him in the rankings, and I thought this could be a Santi game. Just say, oh yeah, that's why he's still yeah, still there. And, and uh, just another another person you just you know get a reminder of he exists Martin Skirtle. yeah you know set piece I, I believe I I said I, I like the set pieces thing though I and think this, many, I mean, so do you think this will be a multiple goals for or like two one or is this yeah like a, yeah I kind of looked at it as a as a Arsenal two one right. and I th- thought it would be I'm not gonna say they're as random but it seems like the kind of game where yeah you would have a Cazorla goal and maybe like an Aaron Ramsey one and Alexis Sanchez will be all over the field and everybody will talk about him and he won't get a goal or an assist. And I guarantee you that by the end of the game, his shirt will be off. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because yeah. when he lounges, he lounges. <laughs> That's what he does. So, he yeah, does. The, like the issue I have with Coutinho is you're, you're depending, and I've said this a, a few times in a few different places, that you're kind of depending on that wonder goal. Yeah. And I feel like... You can't count... He, if, you, if you can't score a goal from 25 yards and in, I'm not... In, even though I own him in a, in a fantasy league of ours, it's, right? It, it, it's great, but I, I mean I like him because of his peripheral stats in that league, not necessarily because he scores a lot of goals. Yeah, there's no you don't get any bonus points for distance, so that's why I'm a little hesitant on Coutinho. Yeah, I would be too. But on that note, let's get to our model goal team, shall yeah, we? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, which model goal contest are you in this week? Um, I was in the whatever the big GPP is, the one thousand pounder. 
uh, it's a thousand dollars. I think there was a ten thousand pound one that they had, but uh, the lineup I'm looking at. That's the exchange rate, right? A thousand dollars or ten thousand? Yeah, just GDP, like that. Right? That's just exactly like that. what it is, Mr. Former Finance. I wish. Um, <laughs> or was it accounting? I forgot. I would play finance, yeah. Finance. But yeah, it's the it includes all of the games except Manchester United, Newcastle. At seven which starts at seven forty five Eastern, so they give us a little break. Even though I'll be awake. Uh yeah, we will we will both be awake and you can actually uh, look at the rotowire.com slash soccer slash EPL lineups. Is it that is that the full address? Anyway, uh, go to rotowire.com slash soccer. There's an EPL There you go. <laughs> EPL lineups link at the top. You hit that. All the lineups as they come in, they go up on the site. It's pretty cool. Pretty uh pretty popular with the kids, they say. Yes. And before we jump into our lineups, I want to remind everyone if you have not played on Mondo Goal before and you would like to make a deposit, if you enter the promo code ROTO, R-O-T-O you will get a 200% bonus on that first-time deposit. So you're just throwing free money away if you don't use it. It's like it's like you t- you see $100, and if you had $200 other dollars that you just found it on the ground, if you didn't pick that up, that's exactly what you're doing. By that's not what you're doing. doing. That's exactly the perfect analogy. Right. It's literally leaving $200 on the ground. Yeah. So Okay. Let's get to the team, shall yes, we? Yes, sir. Okay. Let's start with your goalkeeper and back three, I'm assuming. Uh, yes, I went with 3-4-3. Three, three. I went Alex McCarthy, who is starting for Julian Speroni uh, for Crystal Palace, home against Aston Villa. I paired him with uh, Pape Soare because they're home against Aston Villa, as I said. And then my other two are, uh, I'm sorry, let me, 5.7 on McCarthy, 6.5 million on Soare. I put in Ashley Williams at 7.1 with Swansea playing at Sunderland. There are a few other options I could have gone with, and I may still change it, but Williams is my pick right now. And the last one is $5.4 million on Carl Jenkinson, West Ham playing Ooh, home against Burnmouth. Exciting. That's exciting. I was not anticipating that at yeah. all. Okay, so I went a little differently than you did. Great, great. Uh, so at my defense, I have Matt Target at five point five, because why not? It's Southampton. It's a South. As you're getting off the Southampton train, I'm still you're on jumping it. on. All right, I'm jumping right back on it. And I also have Papa Soiree at six point five million from Crystal Palace, and I have at goal I have Mister Darren Randolph Zhao at five point <laughs> four million. And someone who, I mean, it, this is more like a legacy pick for me and just because he's cheap and because he's a Chelsea defender and he's less than $6 million, It's Gary nice. Cahill. Oh. Nope, Gary Cahill. I was going to say, the only other player I considered other than Ashley Williams was Bronislav Ivanovic just because we've been crapping on him so much. It's particularly me. It's everybody. But you're certainly the loudest. Uh, the one thing I want to warn our listeners about is that West Ham are apparently desperately trying to sign uh, Robert Green. From, I would start Robert Green in a heartbeat. From QPR, but you can't. Oh, he won't be in the system? Because he's not in. So there's a possibility that there will be no West Ham goalie. So if you're putting in Randolph to say, or oh, I'll just switch it over, you may not get that chance because there won't be a Robert Green to, to slot in. So... He's not on any games right now because he's not in the Premier League. So if you're banking on a West Ham goalie, you need to really hope that they cannot close this deal by Saturday. Oh, that's so rough. Anyway, either way, you know, I'm starting insert West Ham goalkeeper. It's yes. just it's too it's too good of an opportunity to pass up. Okay. My midfield. I picked Dimitri Payet at $14.5 million. Yes, it's expensive. Yes, he's really good. David Silva, 14.3. The underrated portion of the wow. uh, Manchester City attack so far is yes. David Silva and how good he's been. Yeah. Uh, Andre Ayew at $12.8 wow. million because I just I can't I can't get off that train. He keeps scoring. Yep. And uh, because he's five point he's a five point three million dollar Crystal Palace midfielder, Johan Kabai. Kabai, yep. I had three of those four. The Kabai price is one that you can't pass up. Can't um, ignore it. You yeah. cannot ignore it. Yep. Um, and I had Silva as well, and I had Ayu as well. Uh, 
for all the reasons you said. And I added a 9.2 Riyad Mahrez. Because you have to. Well, I, <laughs> the best offensive player playing at White Hart Lane is... That's That was my reasoning for it. It's a solid reasoning. Now, you're forward, sir. I spent 9.2 on Diego Costa because I think they're going to go in and beat West Brom. I spent 10-1 on Alexis Sanchez, even though I just said I think it's going to be a Cazorla and Ramsey day. And then I spent 14-3 on Sergio Aguero. So Aguero, Alexis, and Costa. I had to go a little bit cheaper because I decided to go with Aguero as yes. well. Oh, but wow. I have... But I have Benteke at 7.5. Mm-hmm. And if this is the week that a West Ham striker scores a goal, it'll be Diafrasako wow. because they don't really have anybody else. <laughs> and it's a good matchup, as we kept talking about against Aston Villa, and he's only 6.7. 6.7, wow. It's, it, 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 I, I feel like you know I'm slumming it at 6.7, but it's Diafrasako still. I mean, he's still a guy with a job and a good matchup. Yeah. So that, I, that that gives me three West Ham players, though. You, which you know what that means, though, right? Yeah, they'll yeah. lose three nothing. Exactly. Um, uh, wow. Callum Wilson. Oh, I thought about that. I thought about 7. that. Seven point one. He's actually more expensive than Sacco. Yeah, I thought about that long and hard, but it's just that I, I haven't seen I haven't seen it yet from Callum Wilson in the Premier League. I have seen it from Diopra Sacco in the Premier League. Yep. Pele, I think, is cheaper. Uh, I don't. 6-1 and Jamie yeah. Vardy 6-1 I know you're not a that never going to be there never never going to be a fan there yeah but, Mommy uh, Doof is it 5-8 I thought about Mama Doof too but I mean since I I mean I already have 1.3 million left when I first finished my lineup I did have Mama Doof then yeah and your uh, boy Ricky Lambert at 5 so so here's the thing about Mama Doof I'm not sure who starts up front with all those midfielders now yeah. you might I mean you might see a boy on start up front occasionally yeah you might you just don't know. And you could get the Jonathan Walters thing up front, apparently. Yeah. It's. So, how about. I'm I, looking I, at a... If he's at the starting lineup, I still may put him in. But, like, you know, one, one, of, the, one of the things that fantasy players do for, for, for daily is they think that they have to spend all their money. Yeah. And you don't. Nope. No, you no. don't. You just have to be. You have to be happy with the team you put on the board. Yep. So. Yeah, there was a, I say this every time, but there was a great article by Neil Parker on our site. He, he was actually a fantasy hockey yeah. article. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah, that this isn't an auction. This is just yeah salary cap. But speaking of low prices, I'm looking at the Crystal Palace forwards, your 12 to 15 automatic goals. Oh, come on. Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Bamford, 7.9. Glenn Murray, 4.8. Connor Wickham, 4.3. You know, if one of the other two, if, if the I one know. of the latter two start, you got to think about it. Home you've against Aston Villa. You got to. Th- you really do have to think about it. Ugh. The problem is, is that you're using one of your, like I have Costa, Alexis, and Aguero. Yeah, and if you want a good book about, you know, especially about daily sports, uh, I mean, Cognitive Bias in Fantasy Sports is Your Brain Sabotaging Your Team by Renee Miller. It's an excellent read. I've read it a few times. It's amazing. That's where I first heard the theory that you don't need to spend all of the money for daily fantasy sports. You just right. don't. Good price on good price on Amazon. But throwing that out there for you guys. All right, Andrew. One big thing from the weekend that we're going to be talking about on Tuesday. What do you think it's going to be? Chelsea's back. Oh God, I hope so. <laughs> oh, I think I think that's going to be it. I think mean, Pedro is going to play like nine minutes, but they'll score twice when he plays. And they'll be like, oh, well, they figured it out. Just needed Pedro. I think it's going to be, man, I, I, I don't think Crystal Palace, you know, crushing Aston Villa is like a big thing to say. So I'm going to say Norwich putting a stake in the ground, like a really big victory over Stoke. Oh, there you go. Like a really offensively dominant victory, like 4-1 or something like that. Like putting oh. up a ton of goals. Wow. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I think the other possibility is if Leicester beats Spurs. Like, do we and have you, to take them? Seriously? And you know, I was never going to say that. Right. Well, you certainly oh. not. But yeah. Well, one thing I say at the end of every podcast is this has been the Road to Wire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We are presented by Bondle Goal as always this year. Thank you so much to Bondle Goal, and we'll catch you at the beginning of next week to react to all the big happenings in our 
one big things from this week. Talk again. One big thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let that end in one big weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash